Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the No Pucks Given podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Porcelli, and I got and my I'm your other. <laughs> We're already off to a good start. <laughs> Go for it, Nick. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the second host, Nick Del Prede. Um, and there is also a third co-host. He is not able to make it today, um, but his name's Thomas, and he's a Winnipeg Jets fan. Anyways, so... Um, Pretty much this podcast, uh, it's pretty much our daily lives. So we, uh, every day, we spend, you know, countless hours texting and talking about uh, the NHL and things going on and fantasy hockey and all that stuff. And we're just diehard hockey fans. But, you know, at our core, unfortunately, we are the fans. I would like to think that I'm more realistically fan in this podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy, I'm the guy that will tell you that the Leafs suck. And that they will, you know, not make the playoffs, let's say, or whatever it may be. Nick, on the other hand, well, you know, he's a dreamer. He's a dreamer. But uh, hey, man, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but anyways, okay. we wanted to bring you guys this podcast to pretty much, you know, discuss our passion for the game and, and, you know, give you our input on certain things happening and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's pretty accurate, I would say. Uh, Eric's Eric is more realistic than I am. He's also pessimistic, and I'm optimistic. So I guess it's like a blend of both. But I do try to be realistic. I I don't sit here and say the Leafs are going to win the cup. No no way in hell. Like I could tell you right now. I when we get into our predictions, I'm not going to say they're going to win the cup. So <laughs> I just want to be clear there. Um, yeah. So we're both diehard Leaf fans, as you mentioned. Um, and then it's nice that we have that kind of balance of a an outside fan. We're going to try to keep our biases limited, but it's nice that we have a, a guy who's a Winnipeg Jets fan, different conference, um, whole different realm. He'll kind of keep it, he'll, he'll keep us down to earth. Um, yeah, so Eric's going to quickly go over some reasons why we created the podcast, and then I'm going to give you a rundown of the outlook, and then we're going to get into the, the good content. Perfect. Well, anyways, guys, so like I said before, both diehard hockey fans, so this reason for this podcast is we literally spend hours every day you know texting talking yelling at each other about certain things going on in the nhl predictions this that and the other you know uh dissecting stories storylines across the nhl hell i spend hours a day listening to hockey podcasts myself you know <laughs> like it's just it's just something that's become a part of our daily lives we figured hey why not do it ourselves why not you know take our conversations from text messages and and phone calls and you know, just hanging out in general and, and putting it onto a podcast and putting it out to the world and, you know, seeing what everyone else has to say for, you know, uh, for what, like, you know, see what everyone else has to say about what we're, we're putting out there. So, you know, there's no change to our daily lives pretty much by doing this podcast. It's just, you know, doing it for fun. We're doing it because we enjoy hockey and, you know, we're all buddies here. So it's just a good way to uh, blow off some steam, I guess, after a long day or a long week of watching countless amounts of games and, and all that stuff. And all not to mention, we are we are in countless, and I mean countless amounts of fantasy hockey pools. It's it's actually a second job at this point for how many pools that we are in. But hey, it's okay. We'll get into that fantasy hockey aspect later. Nick, you want to take it away with the uh, the outlook of the pod? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we plan on well, first first things first. I think Eric said it, but the podcast is called uh, MPG No Pucks Given. Um, and episodes will occur once a week. We're going to aim to upload either every Sunday or every Monday. So it'll be one of those two days. 
Um, we'll always start off by discussing the top news from the past NHL week, whether that's big games, scores, if there's suspensions, um, trades, whatever, whatever it is, you name it, we'll be discussing it. Um, and then we will get into, uh, we'll kind of have like segments where we assess our favorite teams, so Leafs and Jets. Uh, we're not going to make it a leaf specific podcast, but we do want to have like 10 minutes of each episode where we just mm-hmm. talk about the Leafs because, you know, at the end of the day, we are diehard Leaf fans. But like I said, the majority of the episode will be discussing the league. Um, and then we're going to, this is the most special part of our segment and kind of our brand. We're going to end off every episode with a segment called Fantasy Corner, which will be around 10 to 15 minutes each episode. And as I said, at the end, and that's where we'll be discussing fantasy news for the upcoming week. So whether it's key injuries, um, key opportunities for guys, guys who get moved to the top power play, um, three risers of the week, three fallers of the week, key matchups, things like that. Anything fantasy related. If you have fantasy hockey, as Eric mentioned, we were in countless pools, I think two or three each at least. And yeah. uh, we're always monitoring the free agency and stuff like that. So Anything you want fantasy-wise, we're going to sum it up in that 10 to 15 minutes every episode at the end of the episode. It's called Fantasy Corner, and there's not going to be one today, but next week, second episode, there will be our first Fantasy Corner. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we're really excited about that. Um, we're also going to incorporate ways to engage with the listeners, whether it's polls, you know, uh, I, on my Instagram account, which I'm going to mention later. Um, and again, we always emphasize that we appreciate feedback whether it's good or bad if you want to hear it contact me on the instagram account which again i'm going to mention now but uh later but for now i'll just tell you the name is at hockey card collector 34 on instagram again at hockey card collector 34 i will go more into deep uh depth about that at the end of the episode um because we're going to mention a giveaway um yeah so then so now we're going to go on to division uh, standing rankings for today that's kind of the in my opinion the best way to start this this podcast and with the season starting up I personally don't like standing predictions because especially in hockey it's predictions are never correct but it okay. I, we agreed that it was a fun way to start off and kind of get this thing off the road so I'll let Eric um, take the lead here all righty yeah, we, we got into a lot there with our uh, our uh, outlook. But it's okay. Yeah. Now now we're going to get into, you know, what we're most excited for, and that is talking hockey, talking shop. So I'd like – I'm going to save – I'm going to save my Atlantic division predictions. We're going to do that at the end. Because yeah, me and Nick have went toe-to-toe about this Atlantic division for the last, like, four weeks. It has been <laughs> nuts. So we will start with – we'll start with the Pacific division because to me that looks like a tire fire, but I agree. you know, we'll just, we'll just get that one out of the way. So for me, I think atop that division, I just don't see any team besides Vegas up there. Like to finish that division in first, it's gotta be the Vegas golden Knights. Sure. You know, if Edmonton finally has it together, they can make a push, but like, I just don't see any team in that division winning more games than the Golden Knights. Second in that division for me, it's going to be tough, but if 
like I said, I, I rely, you got to, if you're relying on Edmonton to have a big season, when you predict your standings, it's so tough. So I actually am going to put a team on here that no one's actually, you're probably going to call me crazy, but I think LA, I think LA, I think LA had an off season that was so under the radar. They locked up Cal Peterson. They got Philip Deneau. They have Victor Arvidsson. Quinton Byfield could possibly make a step up in the lineup. And with the yeah, addition, with, yeah, sure. well, with the addition of Deneau, Anze Kopitar can go back to being an offense. Like I know he's a defensive def- uh, defensive centerman too, but he is an offensive juggernaut for that team. And now that they can split up matchups between him and Deneau, Deneau can take you know those defensive minutes, those defensive draws. Kopitar is going to have an unreal season. Yeah. So I, I honestly I have high hopes for LA. I'm putting them second. That's my hot take. Yell at <laughs> me if you want to. But that's that's how I got it. Third, I got to give it to Edmonton. They're gonna make the playoffs this year. They just added Hyman on McDavid's wing. It's you know it's got to come together at some point for that team. Like it just has yeah. to, right? Yeah. So like ah, I don't know. The rest of the division, it, it's a toss up really. But my three playoff teams are are those three. I mean, I expect I expect Vancouver to have a good season. I expect them to maybe wild card, but I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be tough. I don't know. Nick, what, our, do, you, what do you got? Our, our standings are, are way different. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start, I'm going to name all seven. I'm going to start bottom up. Um, I just prefer it that way. Uh, I got San Jose at the bottom. I feel so bad for, actually, I don't feel bad for Eric Carlson because he went where money, where money talked. He didn't, he didn't go where the team would have the best chance. I actually, shout out to Steve Dangle podcast. Um, I was listening to them literally <laughs> yesterday because they're, they're doing their preseason rankings. And he, he mentioned, <clears throat> I think it was him or Adam Wild, I don't know, but they mentioned that Eric Carlson didn't know that San Jose was about to enter a rebuild. Like he, he made a joke. He's like, does he know what cap friendly exists? Like they were in yeah. top hell when they signed him and he, he thought that they were going to be a contending team for a lot. But um, anyways, yeah. So I have them at the bottom. I have yeah, San Jose at the bottom. And then I have Anaheim just above them. I think Anaheim can take a step forward this year, um, but they're not a playoff team yet. I mean, they're, they're a really young, talented team, but they don't have what, I don't think they have what it takes to make the playoffs. Uh, Trevor Zegris, in my opinion, the, the yeah. rookie to watch this year. Everyone's everyone's hyping up Caulfield, but I think Zegris is going to win the Calder. He's having a tremendous preseason. I know it's preseason, but he he looks unreal. Like he literally had three points last night. Like he's insane. So he's going to be top power play. He's going to be playing top six minutes. Like I think he's he's going to be a very he's going to be a, a final three for the Calder, no doubt. Yeah, I think um, that's fair. Yeah, then I have – I'm torn here. It's 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 between L.A. and Calgary. Like, I have them kind of inversed at this spot. Uh, I do think L.A. – I agree with everything you said about L.A. They had a very under-the-radar offseason. Everyone thinks L.A., non-playoff team. So, kind of no one really looks at the Denault signing. They have unreal prospects, like probably the best prospect pool in the league. So, those guys are going to start playing, like – like you mentioned, Byfield, who's hurt for six weeks to start, which is unfortunate. You got Kaliev, you got Turcotte, you got Velarde. Like the list. Velarde is man. sick. Velarde yeah, is the, nuts. The list goes on. So I actually do think, you know what? I'm going to say Calgary fifth. And then I'm going to say 
LA for. LA, LA for, eh? Yeah, LA, you know, and they might be able to push for a wildcard spot. You, you never know because although the Central is a lot better than the Pacific, LA might stomp on the Pacific, right? They're playing each team. I think it's four times. So yeah, I'm going to keep, I'm going to put LA fourth and, and they're going to challenge for a wildcard spot. They're, they're a very good team. Cal Peterson's also an unreal goalie. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Then I got, so this is where my top four come in. Uh, top three, sorry. So I have Edmonton topping the division. Edmonton topping um, the division. Yep. I, I think Vegas is going to be exposed this season. I thought my they hot have, take was LA finishing second. That's a... No. no. <laughs> Vegas has absolutely no center depth. You saw when Chandler Stevenson went down in the playoffs, they could not even score against the Habs. And it's it's just like they have they have no center depth. And the best teams, the teams that win every year, they have at least two top you know centers in the league. And if not three centers who can play top six minutes, right? Like you see Pittsburgh, Tampa, like all these teams that have won recently. Dallas, like they all have top three centers, right? Vegas doesn't even have one. So unless you consider William Carlson a top of the league center, I do not. So um I personally think Vegas is going to get exposed this year. I think losing Flurry is really going to hurt them. Leonard's not as good as people think he is. And especially with all this crap he's going through with the league, I think his mind's elsewhere. I just personally think that Vegas is going to get exposed this year. Hmm. I, I do have them finishing second. I wouldn't be sorry if they finished third. I, I, I think Nolan Patrick has a step forward this year on that team. I, I think if he that, can stay healthy. I think, I, I, I think so. I, I think so. I got faith. Anyways, continue. No, it's it's fair. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas has one of the best defensive cores in the league. Let me let me not get ahead of myself here. They yeah. have one of the best defensive cores in the league, and that can win them. That can take them far. But you got Pietrangelo, Martinez, like Theodore, you name it. So I'm not saying they're a bad team. I just I think Edmonton with McDavid, Drysaitel, Nuge, like they could play Nuge down the middle and have freaking three unreal centers. Um. They got Hyman. The only thing that scares me about Edmonton, and I'll say it right now, which is why I was hesitant to put them in first, because they have their flaws just like Vegas, is their winger depth. And and especially defense. Like, what did they do this offseason? And that's what a lot of Oilers fans are worried about. You got rid of Adam Larson, who had his best year with them last year. Uh, they lost – who else did they lose? Ethan, Ethan Bear. Bear. Yeah. yeah, and you brought in Cody Cece and Duncan Keith. And he also traded Cody, uh, what's his name, Jones there, Caleb Jones. Caleb Jones, yeah. yeah. Like, as Leaf fans, we know what Barry and Cece look like. <laughs> in yeah. their own end. Yeah, so, not pleasant. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, Pittsburgh fans will disagree. Cece had a, you know, a pretty good statistical year last year. You know, yeah, he so, had a I mean, good year last year. I don't know. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. Um. That, that's what scares me most about the Oilers is their deep because it's not like they have one goalie who will who will stand on his head, right? They, like Smith and Koskinen. If they if they get average goaltending or slightly above average goaltending, they'll be they'll be completely fine. But if their goalies can't take games for them, I'm I'm kind of worried. Um so that's my oh and I forgot second place. Well, I mean there's only one team left. The Canucks uh, third place, sorry. God, the Canucks. I think the Canucks are going to finish third in that division. I think, Canuck, just like you said about LA, I think the Canucks had an under-the-radar offseason. I know Ekman Larson might look dumb because of his cap hit, but as a player, he's going to make them better. And I might take some of the pressure off Quinn Hughes to play 30 minutes a night almost and 
you know how he is in his own end. So I think Ekman Larson will help them. Um, and then they added Connor Garland, who's unreal and very underrated because he played in Arizona. He was almost a point per game in Arizona last year. That how do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think they got pretty pretty good too in this offseason. So I have them in my third spot. Um, mm. Yeah, that's my Pacific. Man. The you Pacific's know, we, wide open this year. We we both. I, I didn't I didn't hear you unless you said but we both left out the Kraken. Oh crap! Wow, look at that. Yeah. We both left out the Kraken on that one. That's that's horrible. Wow. I mean, I didn't I didn't go into like depth about you know right down to the last place in the division because I yeah, just feel yeah. I just felt like those teams were all kind of on the same wavelength with each other that it was going to be a toss up. But man, I'm looking at the Kraken roster right now. Okay, yeah. and boy, am I excited for this team? People, yeah, I've been hearing I've been hearing a lot of people that are like you know this team built like crap billy shit or whatever but i don't know man i'm reading these names and it's a lot of guys that like if i'm Jaden schwartz i want a cup with st louis and you you know i'm exposed you exposed me to this fantasy there to this fantasy team to this uh <laughs> expansion draft team i you know i got i got something to, to prove jared mccann pittsburgh traded you to toronto just so toronto can expose you to seattle like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you passed along. Like, Jordan Eberle, too, man. Like, his story, you know, coming from, you know, like his Edmonton days, and, you know, he, he struggled for a while in, in, in Long Island. And, you know, he finally was emerging as one of their top wingers, and, and boom, you're exposed. It's like, you know what yep. I mean? So, like, they have a lot of guys that just, like, have something prove to prove, yep. right? Like, exactly. they have something to prove. So, it's like and, – and, and their defense – I'm sorry, but their defense is like, for me, looking really good. I know Jordano. Yeah, that's old. their best position. Yeah, I know Jordano's old, but man, Ron Francis knows how to build a team on defense. Look at Car- Look at what he left behind in Carolina, and look yeah. what he just built now in, in Seattle. Uh, I, this team is going to be a uh, you know an unexpected force. Maybe not take the league by storm like Vegas did, but they are going to be an unexpected force. And if I have to slot them in on my my depth chart man fourth or fifth in the in the division and they are going yeah, to fair. they are going to make it super challenging that's, yeah that's fair man and yeah. and the, another thing you forgot to mention about seattle is their freaking goaltending they got Drieger and yeah. and and grubauer are you kidding me that's i know that's an inst that's probably one of the best tandems in the league so yep and, that, oh, and that's not, talk- not to mention yanni gord is out so he's not even in the lineup right now yeah he's projected to He's most likely going to play in the season opener. Actually, I think, I think you, you, everyone remembers the famous William Carlson scoring forty goals. Um, <laughs> I think the William Carlson potential candidate of this team—that's what I'm going to call it—the William Carlson uh, candidate. I already know who you're going to say. I I think it's Jared McCann. Oh really? Yep, I think it's Jared McCann. I think he had an unreal year in Pittsburgh last year, especially when Malkin went out. He was a point per game when Malkin went out. He was remaining. I think he was on the first power play. I don't remember. This is he was. He was. Okay. So, um, I think he's gonna have that. He's gonna have that exact same ice time in Seattle, and I think he's gonna do very well. Um, I agree with you. I think Seattle's gonna be right in that fourth or fifth spot. Yeah. And everyone talks about the Pacific being the weakest division. I mean, it is because of the California teams and where they're at right now. It is on paper. But yeah, exactly. But 
as we know in hockey and why I hate predictions so much is because on paper and predictions and this and that doesn't mean crap. If the team gels, you never know what they're capable of. Any Look team at, can be any team on any given night in the NHL. It is on, the it is the closest league by closest there. league in terms of skill yeah. by far. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I Which is exactly more. why Look I can't bet on year. hockey games. Yeah. Look at Montreal last year. <laughs> Look so, at Montreal last year. Look at how Ottawa always manhandles the Leafs for some reason. Like, yep, it's a it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Okay, well, it sucks that we forgot the Seattle uh, Kraken. I mean, ah, we got him in there. It's okay. Yeah, we got him just in there. Good thing on realizing because I honestly, I don't know how I forgot <laughs> that. Um, yeah, so that's uh, our Pacific Division. I I can start off with the Central if you want. Go for it. Um, are we gonna do top four? Or, okay, we'll mention. No, do all do the eight. do the entire do the entire division. I just yeah, didn't, I, I just I just didn't do my bottom five of that division because like I just really like they're all on the same tier okay. except yeah, that, except that for San Jose. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, San Jose is just, I don't even know where they are. Um, okay, so Central. This this is tough. Yeah, this I one's going to be fun. Okay, um, I'm going to start top to bottom. Whoa, whoa. Gonna... Two good teams are missing the playoffs in this one. Yeah, this, this is insane. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go Colorado top of the division. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, they might even win the Presidents again this year, but... They just got to go over the hump in the playoffs, man. They got to get over that second round hump. But uh, Colorado's going to top the division. I'm, I'm excited to see how Kemper does and how they lost Grubauer impacts them because Grubauer was phenomenal last year. Um, if Kemper can stay healthy, though, I think they have an equally uh, skilled caliber goalie with them. And then Francis, who the guy can't stay healthy, missed all of last year because of his hip. And now he's already out for three to four weeks to start this year. He got hurt in his last preseason game. But still, I think Colorado will top the division if Kemper, especially if Kemper can stay healthy. Kemper's um, glass. Yeah, that's the issue. I know, but when he's playing, man, that he stood on his head in Arizona. So imagine with actual def- defense in front of him. So yeah. no hate towards Chickering though, but I'll get there. Um, <laughs> second in the division, I have the Winnipeg Jets. I think the Winnipeg Jets are going to do very well this year. Um, they do have some aging core with Blake Wheeler. I wouldn't call Shifley aging, but, you know, he's not getting younger. So I think that they are going to do what it takes to contend this year. Um, I could see them making big moves with the deadline. They made some big moves in the offseason, bringing in Brennan Dillon, Nate Schmidt. I know Nate Schmidt's contract is pretty bad, but they, they addressed their weakest point, uh, their weakest part of their team, uh, which was defense. I think they have a very underrated defensive core as our colleague Thomas will hmm. discuss more in depth throughout the season. He's a lucky um, man cheering for that team. He is a lucky man. I, I love their top six. I love Mark Shifley, except what he did in the playoff last year. But I love Mark Shifley. <laughs> um, actually, he's missing the season opener for that hit. But, I know um, my fantasy team is taking a hit for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have the Jets second. I don't need to really explain why. I think it is a toss-up, though. Like My third-place team is the Dallas Stars, and I think Dallas can very well take that second spot. They have Tyler Sagan back. They have a healthy Radulov, Jamie Ben. They're all three of those guys are healthy. Um, ben Bishop isn't slated to start, but they got freaking three other NHL starter caliber goalies in Kudobin, Braden Holpe, and Jake Ottinger. Um, the goalie I'm most excited for is Jake Ottinger, but I think because he's waiver exempt, 
he's not going to start the year with Dallas, which is very unfortunate because honestly, I think if he, if he played a full season, he'd be nominated, like not nominated, but he'd be, I guess you can say nominated, but there's a lot of good rookies this year, but for the Calder, I think yeah. Jake Ottinger, I think Jake Ottinger is really good. And with, with Dallas, who probably has the best D corps in the league, in my opinion, they even added Hockenpah, my boy, <laughs> the hit, the hit and shot block, shot blocking master. Um, I think that they probably yeah, have the best decor in the league. If not, it's them or the Islanders, in my opinion, or Vegas. Oh, but that Islanders. doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't matter right now. Um, that's why I have Dallas third. So that's my top three. You know, it's, it is interchangeable, but between Winnipeg and Dallas, but that's where I'm going to put them now. Dallas Holy shit. Third. I, I forgot Dallas added Ryan Suter. Yeah, that's what I mean. I and, they already have, and they have Lindell. You got Heiskinen, uh, Klingberg, Heiskinen. Like it's ridiculous. Um, fourth in the division. Here's my hot take of the season, guys. The Chicago Blackhawks will make the will take a wild card spot this year. Oh yeah, um, I think I think that, first of all, I think this this division is going to be a freaking dogfight between the in the middle. I'm saying between like Dallas, Chicago, Nashville, St. Louis. Like you can't count out the Blues. I know that they have a lot of things going on with Tarasenko. You know, they lost Pietrangelo a few years ago. That's why I have Chicago finishing higher than them. I think St. Louis is not going to make the playoffs this year, but you cannot count them out. They, have, they still have some great offensive weapons. They brought in Bucinevich. Jordan Cairo is going to have an insane year, I think. So I took him in fantasy. Eric Portelli. <laughs> um, Robert Thomas is there too. Like they got some good, good, good wingers and, and some great upcoming pieces, but they also lost Vince Dunn. I don't know, man. I, I, I think they're going to finish fifth, and I think Chicago's going to finish fourth. Mark Andre Fleury, Jonathan Taves, healthy, ready to go, scored two goals last night. Brought in Seth Jones, who I think is going to freaking have a monstrous year. People disagree with me, but I think Seth Jones is going to do. Seth insane. Jones, Seth Jones, hot take. He's going to he's going to be like top three for the Norris. Oh wow, that is a hot take. Top three for the Norris. You know, I think the only reason why. I don't disagree is because it seems like the Norris is very point driven. And I think he's going to be up there for most points. Oh yeah. Defender this year, especially if, if um, Chicago's power play clicks, I mean, with Patty Kane, I think they're going to click very well. I mean, if he's on your, if he's on the ice, you're probably going to score. Um, just have your stick on the freaking ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why I, I think Chicago is going to make a wild card spot this year. I actually think, you know what? I thought both wildcards were going to come from this division, but they are. You can't sleep on teams like LA, Seattle. So we'll see. Um, yeah, or else the Blues might get that second one. We'll see. But as I said, don't count on Nashville. So I guess I put Nashville sixth. Um, I think Nashville is probably the most underrated goalie in the mo- in the in the league at the moment in UC Soros. I underrated him too myself last year. I always got in this argument with Thomas. Thomas was always saying, you know. Saro should be a Vesna finalist. Saro should be a Vesna finalist. And I kind of just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, you know, actually when I was preparing for our fantasy draft last week, I was looking at Saros's numbers last year. I was like, holy cow, he's unreal. Like, I, I, I let me pull up the stats right now. <laughs> like, it was, I, I just don't want to see a number and then I'm wrong. Um, but regardless, you know they're 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 not gonna I, they're not a playoff team. It's that's no secret. But 
the fact that he he puts up like he put up on point nine two seven in thirty six games, like that's yeah. that's phenomenal, um, especially with a team that is kind of downward trending. They lost Victor Arvidsson too, so I'm gonna see how that impacts them this year. And I really like they, they always player. complain. They always complain about their center depth there, yet they keep losing centermen. Yep, <laughs> it's 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 the Duchesne contract that yeah. really screwed them. Um, yeah, so I have Nashville six, and then at the bottom, oh, oh my god, I forgot about the Wild. <sighs> sorry, I have the Wild. Okay, wait, sorry guys, my top three is. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just list them one to seven. I'm not going to talk anymore. Colorado. Winnipeg. Yeah, Colorado, Winnipeg. Um, then I had Dallas. And then at fourth, I had – I still stick with um, Chicago. And then I have Minnesota fifth. I think Minnesota is going to get a wild card spot, actually. So, yeah, maybe both wild cards are coming out of this division. Kaprizov is just electric, and he's signed, ready to go. They got good goaltending. I think they will take the second wild card spot or at least contend for it. And I have St. Louis missing completely sixth. And then I got Nashville, and then I mean Arizona. There's not much to say except <laughs> Jakob Chitrin is insane, like so good, and I think he's gonna have a crazy year. Even though he has no one to pass the puck to, um, yeah, who's hurt now for oh. he's week to week. He's got Clayton Keller. Oh yeah, um, but you know what? I really like what Arizona's doing over there, and if we have time later, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a really hot take with Arizona with what I think their plan is. All right. But I'll save that for later. All I'm gonna say is I really like what they're doing with stocking up on draft picks. I think they're they're headed in the right direction. But fuck, it's gonna be hard for them to sell tickets this year, man. The Very price is hard. Shane Wright, baby. Shane Wright. Okay, let's let's if we have time at the end of the episode, I wanna give something about Arizona. Fair, fair, but I'm fair. gonna let you talk now. All right. Well, <laughs> I think I enjoy listening to you talk. I enjoy it. Thanks, that's, that's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing. We haven't this. fought yet. Wait till we get to these. Ah, uh, that's why I saved the Atlantic for, for last. Yeah, smart. But the uh, so Central Division. Um, I mean, I, I honestly think this division is actually more clear cut than you know you made it sound. Like five wild card, five playoff teams are coming out of this division. They're gonna get both wild card spots. It's gonna be very clear cut and simple. However. Okay my order for this division for you is going to be a little different, but number one, I do have the Colorado avalanche. Number one, I just, their team didn't change much. They, they really didn't, you know, change much and, and they're still good. They're still really young and so talented. And, and Nathan McKinnon, man, like I know, I know Connor McDavid is Connor McDavid, but Holy shit. Nathan McKinnon is just world class. World class. This guy's unbelievable. So I got Colorado finishing first. Second place. <laughs> yeah. Ranton and Landeskog, Nazem Kadri, if he can not, you know, get suspended in a playoff series in his life. Their nice. depth confuses me though. Eh. It it all it always does well, but like like you have Nachushkin on your second line. Like no no hatred towards Nachushkin, but like wow. And they always do well. So you know what happens. Well, it's because again, it's because their second line is not like your traditional second line that's going to get your second most minutes like if their third line in new hook yost and comfort is is you know giving the other team hell that night they'll get more minutes it, yeah. it, the way they run their team is just if you're hot you're going out on the ice that's it 
Yeah, right? And, then, and, yeah. and the, the thing difference about them is they play hard. Like, they're tenacious. They, they, not, they may not hit you and, you know, and, and be that physical, but they are on every puck. They oh, are yeah. in your face. Their forecheck is hard, you know, and, and come on, this, this defense, this defense, like. It's ridiculous. Like Samuel Girard and Kilma, you, you get, you get a hundred points out of your top two defensemen. Like that, yeah. that's nuts. Bowen Byron is a stud. He is a stud. Okay. Yeah. He is going to be sick. Eric Johnson, I mean, like, okay, all things considered, like, sure, his contract might be a little large. Actually, did he sign a new one? I don't even remember. His contract might be a little large. He might be I'll a little old, but, like, he is everything that Kale McCarr and Bowen Byram need as, like, that that veteran presence. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Curtis McDermott will throw his body at you like a wrecking ball. That guy hits. Every year in fantasy, I find myself picking him up in certain little <laughs> – little key <clears throat> spots where I need a hit or a block that night just to get some points or whatever. And Ryan Murray, I mean, like, you know, he was drafted, expected to be the guy. And, you know, I, I feel like that was kind of where his downfall was. Now that I feel like he's behind all of these great defense, and he can kind of just, you know, be himself. Cause I feel like in Columbus, he wasn't that bad. You know, maybe, yeah, he's, not, yeah. maybe he's not an analytical darling or whatever. And there's a reason why not many teams were eager to pick him up. But I feel like in Colorado with, with this defensive staff that they got going on, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for him. Anyways, Eric, uh, let me just drop let me just drop your jaw for a second because there's someone oh. you forgot, Devontae. Oh my god, he's injured. Yeah, so think about how good their their top four is out of this world because oh Eric Johnson is gonna drop to their third pair. You got Taze and Byron as their second pair. That's fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I totally forgot about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that's. So, uh, yeah, so Colorado clear cut number one in that division. <laughs> number two, I'm torn here a little bit. I'll be honest, because like I am so high on one of these teams, but for I'm gonna err on the side of caution. This one, Winnipeg Jets are gonna finish second. I just think they're too good. They're too good not to. I don't think they're yeah. better than Colorado, but they're too good not to finish second in the division. Now third, I won't even get into the Winnipeg Jets because they're you know that's that's Thomas's yeah, yeah, realm. Yeah. I'm sure Thomas is gonna have a lot to say about them this season. So, you know what, I, I'm going to leave that as it is. Their team is just picture perfect on offense. Like, I just love it. But third place is going to be, and this is my hot take for this division. I, I, dro- I dropped I dropped LA in the last one. This division, I am so damn high on the Chicago Blackhawks. I have them coming third ahead of Dallas, ahead of Nashville, ahead of St. Louis. I just... And ahead of Minnesota, I just love that team. Yeah. I, I love everything they did this offseason, getting rid of Keith. Get, you know, I'm pretty sure Seabrook's going to be on LTIR or he retired. I can't even remember what happened to him. Like, they got all these contracts out of the out of the way. They got Tyler Johnson, Kirby Doc, Jonathan Taves down the middle. You know, Debrinkit and Keith. Debrinkit is going to have an insane season. Seth yeah, Jones. Last year he did too. Yeah, Seth Jones is unbelievable. And they got flurry in that, you know, they, they, you know, last year was a little bit of a tire fire for them in the crease. You had Blanket in who was an unreal for the first half of the season. And trust me, I had him in fantasy. So I was, I was excited. <laughs> and then, and then when it came down to, you know, my playoff push in the in fantasy Lankin and really let me down. So I just feel like now with flurry, they solidify that goalie tandem. It's going to be, it's going to be something to watch in Chicago. It's going to be exciting. That's, it's going to be fair, exciting. Yeah. And fourth place in that division. Uh, I mean, I hate this team. I hate everything about them. I hate the way they're built. 
I hate the players they have on their team, and it's no disrespect to them, but I, I do have Dallas coming forth. I, I, I don't, there's not a single thing about Dallas that I like. And I mean that with no disrespect to any Dallas stars. Honestly, I, 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 the only player on this team that I look at and say, wow, I like him is Heiskanen. That's it. Really? That's it. Not even Rupi Hintz. I, I, maybe it's because I don't, I don't watch much Dallas stars games. You know, like, you know, there's, there's just always, another game I'd rather watch yeah, um, that's fair. or another 10 games that I'd rather watch. But I just, <laughs> I do not see how this team puts together another good season. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Like it just, everything seems so overhyped, but Hey, like I, I've been wrong before and I will be wrong again. And if I am wrong about Dallas, then Hey, I'll wear that. I'll be wrong. It doesn't matter yeah. to me, but I haven't been fourth, but I hate everybody on that team except for <laughs> Heiskanen. <laughs> like I, just, I just don't like him at all. I mean, um, I like Jason Robertson too. I think. I yeah, think but like, sophomore slump was it luck? Well, you know. That, well, yeah, that's that's the thing, right? There were a lot of key injuries. Same with Hints. Like I took a wild card taking him so early in our draft, but yeah, because they do have big names coming back, right? So I do agree with you. Like it's a yeah. big question mark, but. Like you said, you've been wrong before. You know, these are predictions. We're going to be wrong. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100% we're going to be so, wrong. If, if I hit every single prediction, man, like, gonna, I, I should just bet all, I should just bet my house or something. Like, yeah. Go play the lottery. Bet everything. Play the lottery. Bet everything I got. Anyway, so that's that's my fourth place team. Fifth place. Uh, see, that's, that's a hard one because I, I like St. Louis. Like, St. Louis, I've always had a soft spot for. You know, and I, I like watching their games. They're exciting to me. You know, you know, I look at their lineup and I mean, they're not, it's not a bad lineup. Like their top six looks really, really good. Even yeah. their, even their <clears throat> nine, they're, you know, like they, they look good. It's just, I don't know. Like they're just a weird team. I feel like they might, you know, they might have trouble in this division and, and this year, but I mean, Hey, the year that we thought that they were having a lot of trouble, they ended up winning the cup. So, I mean, <laughs> it's maybe, maybe they have the league right where they want them. Like, I don't know, but I, I, I have them, I have them finishing fifth and in a wild card spot as well. And that leaves. Oh. Yeah. And, and that leaves me with, uh, with Minnesota, Nashville and, and, and uh, Minnesota, Nashville and Arizona left. And I think in that sixth spot, I think it's Minnesota. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, un- this is another team. I do not understand it. I do not understand this <laughs> this love for this roster. Like oh. your your second line is the the, the drop off the the drop off. Oh yeah, I don't love one, it by any means. The drop off from line one is I don't get it. I, I don't understand like how you anyone can think this team is actually ready to go forward, and also. <laughs> Since when? And maybe I'm I'm just looking at daily faceoffs lines right now. I honestly thought Nico Sturm was a defenseman. Really? Yeah, like I I oh, honestly wow. thought he was a defenseman. No, sir. He's a center. Uh, interesting, interesting. Uh, that's weird. I thought he was a defenseman. I even have one of his young guns, and I just thought he was a defenseman. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> I just I don't know. I look at this roster and I cringe. It just. You know, maybe maybe their defense is 
you know, they're good. Like, I mean, if Matthew Dumba can find the Matthew Dumba of 2015 again, then you know, that'd be nice. Yeah. But Losing I don't know. Hurt them. And like, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, I look at their goalies and it's like, I, I feel like their X factor is Kakadin. Like, I know what Talbot's about. And he was good last year, man. I know, Talbot. but he also had one good year in Edmonton, and the next year he wow. got run out of town. Yeah, I think many falls off this year. I agree with you. Yeah, like, I don't Kaprizov's know. Kaprizov's like, great, but what do they have beyond Kaprizov? Erickson X, a monster. Same with Jordan Greenway, but that's not, like, those aren't players that, you know, are top tier. I, like, I don't know about you, but, like, if there's, you know, a minute left in the game and I need a big goal and my only option as my sixth man on the ice is Jordan Greenway or freaking Marcus Foligno, like. I've, well, Fiala I, too, right? But, yeah, I agree with you, man. It's, like, their depth is, is not contending status but like i don't know i don't i don't feel well about them i don't like them at all but you know what i'm putting them what is that in sixth just out of a wild card spot yeah i got them there then next or after them in seventh i got nashville like Mm -hmm. we talked about before they're another team that's just like what what are you really like what's your identity what are you doing like are you rebuilding like i don't know they need to rebuild that's their problem yeah they they need to rebuild but like the only rebuilding move that they did this offseason was get Cody Glass. That's pretty much it. Like, sure, maybe Dante <laughs> Fabro can take a step in the right direction this year. But, like, you know, they got Philip Tomasino. I'm excited for Philip Tomasino, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And you're like one, they're one centerman injury away from like absolutely being in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I have them finishing second last in that division. But, but I do love, I know you talked about him in depth too, UC Saros. He yeah. is, and I'm a goalie myself. I played goalie my entire life. Um, UC Saros is definitely just a really, really good goalie in this league. And, and I, I like him. I like him, especially going into the season. And then last, I got the Arizona Coyotes. Their identity is very clear-cut and simple. They are rebuilding, and they want everybody in the draft. Yep. I, I, I lost count at how many picks that they have coming up in the next three drafts, but Arizona... I think they're going to use those picks, though. Uh, I don't think they're going to draft all of them. And, uh, like wow. I said, I'll get to it later, though. Don't all worry, right. I'll get to it later. All right. That's, that's, let's anyways, put that on the back. Yeah, so that's my, that's my central. I mean by far the best the best uh, division in the west and that's going to be a fun a fun uh, division to watch going forward. And I yeah. guess I'll I'll lead us in to the metro. Hmm. Um this 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 division is and Nick knows I I'm in love with it. I I think it's the best division in the It's the best division in hockey. It, I mean there's really there's only one team in this division on or maybe maybe two that you can write off from the beginning but even them like they're you're gonna be they're gonna be just nuisances to everybody yep but anyways okay so let's let's go for let's, let's go top down why not tops in the division all right i think it's finally time for the washington capitals to officially not be up there and i, agree. I, I think with the offseason that this team had it is their division to lose and Honestly, in my opinion, like if they don't make a deep playoff push this year, this team is going to be very upset. But I got the Philadelphia Flyers up first. 
Mm-hmm. I have them finishing the top of the division. They, their offseason was incredible. The busiest offseason I've seen in quite some time. Like I, Cam Atkinson, Ryan Ellis, Rista Linen, Keith Yandel. Like they've added like just insane pieces that if you're not hopping on that hype train, like, you, you know, I don't know what you're doing because I'm on the Philly hype train. And I am going to be watching this team so close. It is like, I just love them. I love them. Hey. Their top nine is insane. I mean, their defense is, like, I know everyone, everyone has so many words to say for Rista Linen, but I feel like in a more structured environment, that's not the Buffalo Sabres, he can actually do some damage, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, got Philly first. Um, second in that division is going to be a hard one. This whole division is going to be a hard one to rank, but I am going to put the New York Islanders second in that division. I feel like that team is so defensively sound. They are up in your face every single game and they're going to give you hell. And that's just their identity. Matthew Barzell is a legitimate star in this league and he makes things happen that I didn't even think were possible. And their defense is I just love I love everything about this defense and and putting this out there day one of the podcast any of my friends who know me understand that Ryan Pulock is probably my favorite defenseman in the league I absolutely love everything this guy brings to the table and and it's just uh he's he's great he's great but uh yeah so I have them finishing second in the division um and uh let's see let's go let's go three um who am i gonna go third this this is hard man i know i don't know let's who see. your top i don't know what your top three are but this is like I, the hardest i've done if you want me to give my one and two um, give your go go give your one and two I yeah i think to one three. i think it's better <laughs> for the east east we go back and forth okay you okay. do one i do one because right. we're gonna have a lot of conversation with these with this division uh, with these two <laughs> divisions. So um, I agree with you. Top of the division, Philadelphia Flyers. Is their season to lose? Um, by no means are they the best team in this division. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in terms of a long 82 game season, I think they will come out on top. They can very well lose to whoever the uh, second first wild card team is. Um, so that I just want to emphasize, I'm not saying they're the best team in this division, but I do think they're going to finish at the top. You can be the best team. As Leaf fans, we know you can be the best team in your division and fucking get killed in the first round. So I just want to emphasize that. But I do think, like I said, I do think the Flyers will be the best regular uh, regular season team in this division. It all depends on Carter Hart. Um, Yeah. I hope he has a bounce back here because last year was just abysmal. Um, He's a great goalie, though, a great young goalie. I, I think he'll have a bounce back here. You mentioned some of their key additions. Um, I don't know if you mentioned Cam Atkinson, but I love that trade. Yeah, that was that was insane. For a check for Atkinson, wow. Um, you got Couturier, who's very underrated, should be winning a selfie. You got um, you got Farabee, you got Konechny, who's Eric's boy. You got I love Konechny. It sucks they got Kevin Hayes out for the first month, I think, but Morgan Frost <laughs> has some big shoes to fill, and you know. He's getting to an age where they got to see what they got. Um, out like of that's, a, that's how good you are. You have Kevin Hazel for the first six weeks, and you're just like, yeah, eh, yep. 
We'll put Morgan Frost well, in. Well, because they, they got great depth, man. They got Lyon. They got, they got, um, I'm Broussard's, not looking at right in there right now, too. Yeah, they added uh, Derek Broussard. Like, you, you know, and then they got, you mentioned their defense, so I don't need to talk about that. But yeah, I think the Flyers are, are a pretty good candidate to put at the top, but we can be proven wrong, like, like we were discussing. Um, okay, so second, I have the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, Wow. The only thing that's the only thing that scares me about Carolina as a Leaf fan is Freddie Anderson. Um, he he's either hot or cold, but I do think Freddie is gonna make Leaf fans whimper and miss him a bit I this season. Because you know what I I miss him because he's all we've known since in this Matthews era. But I also don't miss him because. After watching that All or Nothing documentary, you saw that there was a disconnect between him and Keith. And honestly, even before watching that documentary, he didn't look like he had it last year, right from the get go. And I was, I was worried about him. He yeah. just, he had some kind of edge on his shoulder. I think because he knew the end of a contract year, Jack Campbell came in. You know, Jack Campbell started playing well, especially towards the end of the year. He probably yeah. knew his time was up, so he, he I lost think he his job. Some, that's yeah. as simple as that. He lost his so, job. He wasn't happy about it. So I, I, I'm not going to miss him. We need to move on. Um, But I think he's going to make us miss him because now he has a defensive core in front of him who, you know what, no, not shitting on the Leafs defensive core because they played phenomenal last year and limiting shots and stuff like that. But Carolina's defense is just ridiculous. I mean, they lost Dougie Hamilton, but he's more, let's be honest, he's more offensively inclined than defensively inclined. Like, they yeah. got Brett Pesci, they got Slavin, they got, if anything, they haven't gotten worse defensively. They might have gotten better. So um, I think I think with that kind of defense in front of you, I think Freddie Anderson's going to benefit. Then again, we've seen times where Freddie has 20 shots against and he lets in more goals. Yeah. So I think for, I think Freddie's so used to being peppered with shots. You know, he's, he's played with a crappy Leafs team, a crappy Leafs defensive <laughs> court till really, till really last year. Um, so I, I think he's used to that style of hockey, and I think that's where he excels. So we'll see how he does. It's going to be a transition. Like last night, he let in four goals on 17 shots. Okay, it's preseason. It doesn't matter. But, you know, it's it's a different look for him with, with that with that amount of shots. I don't know. But oh, awesome. if he does well. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me just preface this. I personally think, just like the Central, this team has five playoff teams. I'm just gonna. Oh, leave yeah. it, I'm gonna leave it there because that's gonna that's gonna tee off the Atlantic Division. Oh, that that's fine. They very well do. They have six playoff teams. I'll make that argument. But good teams are gonna miss whether it's in the Atlantic or the or the Metro. Um, I do have Carolina second. I love their off. I love their top six. Like absolutely adore it. Um, very underrated team offensively yeah. Yeah. so that's why i have carolina second i don't know if you want to say your third or i can go into it it's up to you. uh yeah I'll, I'll say the third my third place team i think that's where the washington capitals kind of sit now i think they're a third place team in this in this division i feel like they finally fell from grace you know they're down to third place for me there's nothing really much to say about the washington capitals they are who they are they have anthony mm-hmm. man they have anthony mantha now but like I, I mean i don't know if he's a game changer for them good player He's gonna score a lot of goals, but like, I mean, other than that, they're they're pretty much the same, really. To me, uh, that's that's, actually, that's their, fair. Their defense actually got worse. You want to hear my hot take for this division? Let me hear it. Washington Capitals missed the playoffs. Whoa! 
I don't okay. think so. Okay, hear me out. They they might get a wild card spot. They might. I'm not I'm not saying that they're gonna miss and 100. percent It's just a hot take. It's a hot take for a reason. I think if they can, they're gonna they're gonna duke it out for a wild card spot. In my opinion, like I don't have them in the top three. Like I'll tell you, my third place team right now it's the Islanders. Um, I know you have the Isles second. I'm high on the Isles as well. I think they're gonna win this division in the playoffs, maybe even the conference. But I just they're not a regular season team. They don't score a lot of goals. They play defensive hockey. In the regular season, it's a lot of running gun hockey, and sometimes they can't keep up. That's why I have them third. Um, but I just don't see how the Caps finish ahead of the Islanders. So that pushes them down to fourth. And if I'm being honest, I don't even have the Caps in fourth. We'll get there in a second. But that's my hot take is that I think the wow. Caps are going to – if if both wildcard teams come out of the Metro, the Caps will get that second wildcard spot. But if it doesn't, if if the Atlantic teams, you know, compete for that wildcard spot – Hey, the Atlantic teams can both can get both wild cards, so it's going to be a doghouse in the a dog False. fight in the heats. False. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. False. We'll get there. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get uh, there. We're not making we're not making wild card predictions. That's impossible. We're just making horrible division thing. predictions. But take, I didn't I didn't say it will. I said it can. I'm going to predict that it's going to be one and one. But Metro can get both. The Atlantic can get both. Horrifying. But. But anyways, um, all right. Well, there's your there's your third place. You got the Islanders, right? Yeah, I got the Islanders. Jesus. Well, I mean, I guess in terms of like my fourth place, this is I guess this is wild card number one in my eyes. I'll I know you said we can't predict the wild card, but I'm I'm saying right now this is my wild card one, and I have to go with and this. This is this was hard for me. Like the the, the this division was so hard for me because you got to leave out one good team. But I got I have the New York Rangers. In, in, yep. in wild card one for me or fourth place in the division, but I'm calling it wild card one. They are going, they already are a force because they're so young and balanced and skilled, yep. but they, they are going to give teams absolute issues Hell. now. Oh, they yeah. are insane. You have easily two guys that can get to 40, 40, 45 goals in Panarin and Zabanajad on that mm-hmm. team. Right. And your center depth is pretty decent as well. Like, you know, and, and like if, if Kako and Lafreniere can actually, you know, get up to their potential, like even, even a three quarters of their potential, like they're scary. Is it is frightening to have to go up against that top six every night. And yeah, their uh, bottom six is even scary. Like this team is just, their bottom oh, six is rough. Like when I mean every, rough, I mean they will kill you. Like, yeah, they will kill you. You got Barkley, Goudreau, Sammy, Blaine, Ryan Reeves. I'm not yeah. touching either any any of those guys. I mean, Kevin Rooney can throw his weight around. Yep. And then their defense. I mean, let's be real. Like their defense is is what it is. Like it's so good. Like yeah. I mean, even like it's guys. That it's you, very you, young. But... It's young. It's guys that you didn't exactly expect to emerge as like like Keandre Miller, Ryan Lindgren. Like those are guys that are so good at doing their job, playing their yep. role. They know that they're not the Adam Fox of the team, right? They just know that they have to play steady defensive hockey. And that is what they are there for. And they know it. And, and that's, that's the beauty about having a team like this is when you know, when you have players that understand their role, right? And now this year, they don't have the noise of Tony D'Angelo and all that stuff happening and, and whatever. And they can really focus on you know, playing hockey, which is nice. And their goalie tandem is young and good. 
like Shesterkin and Georgiev, like both of them can play hockey very well. Shesterkin is is probably a premier young goalie in this league right now. Like I, th- I think Georgiev wants his way out, though. He wants out. Or well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I don't exactly think Georgiev is a number one goalie, but I, he definitely can be a tandem. Yeah, he could be a tandem, and that's why I think he should stay in New York because Shesterkin's not going to get fifty starts. Well, um, maybe not this season, but. I mean, that, that's, some, that's what, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like he, sh- he, this, he can have a prove it year in New York this year because he's gonna get start. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. But we'll see, man, man. I'm glad you mentioned New York because that kind of. Well, I don't know. Are you done? Because I don't. Yeah, want to yeah. Play. I have them. I have them in fourth. It's pretty cut and clear for me. Okay, so that segues to my fourth pick, and I also have the Rangers. Oh, well, um, at least we think alike in some some points. So as you see, I'm leaving the Caps out of the top four. Um, very hot take. I'm yeah, not. That... I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not confident, but that's sizzling hot. I I just think, man, the only team, in my opinion, out of those top four that that can shuffle with the Caps is either the Rangers or the Hurricanes. I think the Isles and the Flyers. Are... And this division's so hard to break. That's why I hate predictions because they can make it look so stupid. But you know what? I want to look stupid if that's the case. I don't care. People enjoy um, stupid. <laughs> exactly. I I, <laughs> I I I'm not gonna. I'm not these. These predictions aren't make it or break it. Like it doesn't really matter. It's more for fun. But um, yeah, I have the Rangers in fourth. Um, you named a lot of the reasons why. Yeah, their, their offensive talent is just so underrated. Like everyone thinks, everyone thinks, oh Lafreniere, yeah, he was supposed to be so good. Where is he? What what's what, what was that rookie season, bro? He played in the middle of a pandemic. Like relax and it's his first year it's like hey kid welcome to the nhl here's a pandemic (laughs) the n yeah the nhl is not an easy league to play in like he's not an austin matthews or Connor mcdade i know he was being hyped up as like the biggest draft the biggest first overall pick since matthews and he very well could still be like you don't know he's freaking 19 years old like relax hey nathan mckinnon took a long time to heat up i was on the i actually want to mention that earlier i was a nathan mckinnon diehard when he came into the league. I loved him in the Manitoba Moose. I don't even know why, to be honest. I was always a diehard Leaf fan since I was born because of my grandfather. Shut up, no, no. Um, no, uh, um, But I loved Nathan McKinnon. And like you said, he took three years to come up to speed. And now yeah. he's the second best player in the league. And that's, I stand by that. Yeah. Um, so give Lafreniere some damn time. And so that's, that's enough said about Lafreniere. I think he's going to have a pretty good year this year. Then you have Panarin, Zubinijet, Ryan Strom, who I think won't do as good as last year, but he's still an amazing second-line center. Chris Kreider, who's probably going to be their captain. They're going to name a captain this week, actually. I'm excited yeah. to see that. Kapokako, who as well, you know, okay, I'm starting to get a little bit worried about him, but he's still a great player. Um, and then, in my opinion, the most underrated player forward on this team is Philip Hedo. I'm, really <laughs> yeah. ex- I'm really excited to see what this kid's got this year. He actually scored a hat-trick last night. Um, I'm really excited to see what he's got this year. He he's gonna he's gonna have some great ice time. I know he's listed as a three C right now. He's gonna get power play time. I think he's also on their PK if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's gonna get a lot of ice time, and I think he's gonna have a. I don't want to say a breakout year, but he's gonna have his best season yet. Yeah. Um, I love the addition of Ryan Reeves. Everyone, I encourage you, tune in to Caps <laughs> versus Rangers next one this Wednesday. Game Ryan one. Reeves, even if he's unhealthy, he's going to play. Um, it's going to be a freaking beatdown. 
Chris John, I heard Chris Johnson say he thinks it's only going to be like 30 penalty minutes. I disagree. I think it's it's going to get in the hunt. I'm taking whatever the over is on those penalties. Yeah, I'm taking the over. <laughs> um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a maybe, fight. Maybe maybe Chris Johnson meant 30 minutes of penalties in the first 30 seconds. Maybe I hope that's what he meant. Yeah. Um, I I love Adam Fox. I can't believe how good he is. Um, yeah, like you said, they have a pretty steady defensive core. That's their weakness for sure, but it's still not even that bad. It's it's young, but like you said, Lindgren does his job. Miller does his job. He's only going to get better. Miller, Lundqvist is you know a guy to watch on that team this year. Lundqvist, sorry, I don't want to sound like I'm saying Henrik Lundqvist. Um, it's it's. It's a great team, and that's why I have them fourth. And it's a hot take to put them over the Caps, but I really yeah. like this team, man. I, I think they're going to be a pain in the ass to play against. Um, so that leads me to my fifth. And yeah. like I said, they can – Eric, I do not want to disagree with you. Both wild cards can very well come out of this division. I think it's going to be one from run. There's no way both come out of the Atlantic. I just want to preface that. It can happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, buddy. I think one wild card comes from here for sure, though, and that's going to be the Caps. I'm oh, sorry, that's going to be the Rangers. Um, and if only one wild card comes out of this division, the Caps might miss. They might take it over the Rangers, might take it over the Hurricanes. We don't know. Um, we'll see how that goes. But I have the Caps fifth in the division. Like I said, I just want to emphasize I am not saying they're going to miss the playoffs. They can take both wild cards, and Eric's gonna Eric's gonna argue that in a second. So I will argue that. I have the Caps fifth, though. Who's your fifth team? My fifth place team. Uh, like this is this is where I'm. This is where I'm actually more torn than picking the third place team. That I like. I have. I have Carolina and Pittsburgh left, really, in this division. That yeah, you know, are are insane teams. But like, my problem is, is that like, Crosby's out, Malkin's out. But Pittsburgh is literally Crosby's gonna play like two, three games in. Yeah, but Pittsburgh has proven that they can have a shitty start to the season, a shitty yep. few months, and, and win back to back ups. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they it's so hard. But you know what? For for the sake of 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 stirring on the pot, I guess, and 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 conversation, and like I've already already put out there, I think both wildcard teams are coming out of the metro. So I think Carolina takes that fifth spot and is a second wild card spot, in my opinion. It's Carolina and Pittsburgh misses the playoffs. Now we have a dear friend. I'm gonna give him a shout out. Ed's gonna kill yeah. us. I have a dear, I have a good friend, um, and he's a diehard Pittsburgh Penguins fan. And biggest Penns fan I know. Yeah, if he listens to this podcast, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna shoot me. But it is what it is. I, I feel like they miss it very narrowly, though. Very narrowly, it's gonna be a dog fight. They could even sneak in, but I have them missing it. Um, I'm going to put Carolina in fifth and I guess that alludes to my sixth in Pittsburgh and I'll leave it at that. Um, what's, what's your, what's your take on that, Nick? Um, I, I like what you said there. Um, I, I agree. Pittsburgh can make us look very stupid because as they always show, they can have a bad start and finish freaking win, <laughs> win, win 15 of 20 games. We know yeah. they're capable of it. And like you mentioned, Ziad, he's the biggest Penguins fan I know. And he was a fan before they, you know, before they started winning in the Crosby and Lemieux days. So shout out to Ziad. You're a diehard Pens fan, man. And you're probably going to kill us for this. But I also have the Pens sixth in the division and missing the playoffs. They're going to 
Malkin's missing at least two months because of Dude, the surgery. You have, you have, let me just put this right. You have the caps and the pens, not, oh, I know. my God. It, but, but, bro, that's, that's the time that's going to, if that doesn't happen this season, it's happening next season. The, the caps and pens time and topping this division is over. Next season is next season's problem. I just, oh, that's crazy. I understand that, but it, the transition is happening. You got teams like the Rangers who are freaking young and ready to take this division over. You got the Hurricanes, you got the Flyers. That's fair. I mean, no, the, it's fair. I'm just, I'm just astonished at this. Like they have been the dominant force for like the last 15 years. And it's like, we're finally approaching that, like that conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh it, no. And you know it's, what? It's refreshing and shocking at the same time. Like the fact, you know the what? fact that the fact that you can, you can tell me and, and I honestly, and like the fact that you can tell me that Pittsburgh and Washington are going to finish out of the top three, it, both of them are going to finish out of the top three in the Metro. And I can't, I can't legitimately dispute that fact. Argue, yeah. Right. Like I, I know I have Washington in third because I still am high on Washington, but like the fact that you have them both finishing outside of the top three and I can't, I can't, you know, give you an argument that makes sense <laughs> because it's just, it could happen. It's crazy. The times are changing. It's crazy. Yep. And that's exactly what I mean. And like I said, I could very well look stupid as I keep on emphasizing a team with Crosby can always be considered a lock for the playoffs. Like you, he's just that good. Like everyone forgets about how good Crosby is. Yeah. So he could fucking, he could carry them to the playoffs single-handedly. I'm not even joking. He is so good still. Everyone's saying, oh, he's getting older, this, that. He's still one of the league's best players. I don't care. Um, yeah. So he he single-handedly can make me look stupid for this prediction. Same with Ovechkin, but I think Crosby more. So um, yeah. I do have them sixth. I don't like their goaltending. I don't like their defense. I, I do like their offense still, but I yeah. – I, it's it's a tough division, man. It's a tough conference. It's a tough league. So, fuck. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a dogfight, as I keep on saying. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's gonna be um, good. yeah. So I do have them six. But you know what, man? A team that's gonna be a pain in the ass and who can really make everyone look stupid this year in their predictions, whoever's making predictions, is the Devils. Oh yeah. The the, the Devils are gonna take such a step forward this year. It's I agree. Funny. They got, I think Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer are going to have their best years of their career so far. I think they're both going to have, I think Jack Hughes is going to explode this year and be a point per game player. Um, I think Nico Heischer is going to be right behind him with like 70 points if he plays the whole season. And then I love Igor Sharangovich. I love Jesper Bratt. I love these under the, the radar wingers that the Devils keep on bringing up through their system. I absolutely love what they're doing there. Um, I think we're a few years away from seeing a potential dynasty in the in the in the Devils if things wow, work out. For that's them. that's some big words. Okay, not not like you, I should call, you 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 me, use the D word, Nicholas. Yeah, let, let me let me take that back. Let me retract there. Not a dynasty. That's I wouldn't say more. The Rangers have the potential of a dynasty, but I think I don't know what word I want to use there. Help me out here. Not a dynasty, but a team like the Caps. Consistent every like, year. Yeah, contender every year. That's that's the good word, contender. Okay, we'll we'll use the C word, not the D word. Yeah, let me, can, let me retract that. Contender, contender's good. Dynasty. Yeah. That's oh, that's that's interesting. No, sorry, I take that back. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think they're going to be a great team this year. Uh, Miles Wood, like 
these are names that like no one really thinks of, but they're pains in the asses to play against. So um, Alexander Holtz, who will get playing time this year. I don't know if he'll start the year, but he will get playing time. And they brought in Dougie Hamilton, which is only going to make them better. Ryan Graves, I absolutely love Ryan yeah, Graves. that was a great pickup. Ty Smith, who unreal, had unreal year last year. Does he have the injury I know bug right now? Yeah, but he's projected to start the year. Oh, okay. um, you got PK Subban, who I know he's getting paid way too much money, but they can afford it. And sure. you know, if he's playing 15, 20 minutes a night, heck, I'll take Subban playing 15, 20 minutes a night on my team. Yes, so, I can afford it. <laughs> exactly. If I can afford it, why not? Why are you making fun of them? Oh, they're paying them nine million dollars. Who cares? They can afford it. They're still way under the cap. So he's he's a very good um bottom six defender uh bottom four defender in my opinion hey, so the like, devils they have a good tandem too <laughs> like, i was about to that, that's where yeah. that's where i left out they have an underrated tandem in blackwood and bernier i don't like what blackwood is going through right now with this whole covid thing i think he's in covid protocol right now actually because he is he really he, yeah he doesn't want to get vaxxed um that's gonna that's gonna present issues if you're starting goalie it's one thing for a player like a forward or a defender like Tyler Bertuzzi, for example, in Detroit, who's going to miss the Canadian games, it's fine. You can, you know, you can make up for that, but you're starting goalie. I know Bernie is great and he's probably going to get like 35 to 40 starts anyways, but it's going to hurt you, especially if Blackwood's hot and then they come to Toronto and Ottawa to play for a weekend, right? Yeah. He's not playing. So hot or not, you're not playing. So I think that's going to really hurt them and Blackwood himself. Uh, so interested to see how that plays out. But yeah, the Devils are a very good team, man, and it's like they're not making the playoffs. I don't think they can surprise no. us and make a, and make a push. But I don't think they're don't ready just them, yet. Yeah, like I don't see them taking over teams like the Caps, the Rangers, the Pens. So they're they're in this. Their their problem is that their division is just so good. Like, yeah, no, their division is just so good. I don't I don't see them even. I mean, yeah, no, they're not making it in my eyes. Yeah, but needless to say, they're a great team. So. They're gonna yeah. give teams. They're gonna they're gonna upset teams like Flyers and stuff like that. Like don't don't think that they're gonna be a wash up every day. And, yeah, that's cool. Oh no no no! They're gonna yeah, yeah they're gonna give you problems. So 100%. I, that's why I really like this division. And the same thing with so I'm assuming you have Devils as your seventh too. Yeah, but you know what? Same thing can be said about Columbus, man. And I disagree right now on that. Torello's gone. I think, I think that team. I think that team is just as bad as San Jose. No, man. I don't. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they're where the Devils are, where they can actually prove us all wrong and make the playoffs. I don't think that. I, I don't think. No, I just. Team, I just I think, think this team's going to get walked on all day, every day. I strongly disagree with that. Mm-mm. I don't think they're going to be. They're the, they're the Senators of of our division. No, of, of the Metro. Yes, they are, man. They're hard. They're not. They have so much young talent. It's not even funny. They got Taxi and Cylinder. Cylinder was their first round pick this year. I'm, I'm actually surprised to see him make it. But well, what else are they gonna put in there? <laughs> that's a good, yeah, a good point. I, like, I'm, Sean, I'm, I'm surprised Sean Corrali left the Bruins. Like, I know, I know. I'm like surprised he's, he's like every, Columbus. he's like everything that the Bruins embody. And he, I really like, I really like what Columbus has got going on the defense though. With Rowenski, Bokvist, and Bean, that's a great. Like I'm saying for the future, I'm not saying now. Right, but I think they're I think they're gonna get walked this year. They will finish bottom of the division, but they're not gonna be. And their their only hope to keep games close is the fact that they have Merce Lincoln's and Corpus Salo in that. Yeah, I guess. 
I'm interested to see how they do post Sotorella. So and like they have probably the worst faceoff percentage centerman depth in the league. <laughs> like well, fuck. Two of their center are sorry. Well, Sillinger hasn't played yet. Texier hasn't played much, and now he's their first line center or Roslovic. We don't know yet, but um, yeah, I know. Corrali is probably their best center uh, faceoff man. Crazy. But anyways, uh, yeah, sure. that, well, that, that rounds up. up the Oh, my, my favorite division. Hmm. We'll go shot for shot here. We'll go shot for shot. Okay. Um, I'll let you go. I'll let you name your number one first. Hmm. Okay, guys. For my number one pick in the Atlantic division. Actually, oh, fuck. <laughs> this division's hard. <laughs> this division is so hard. Ah man. I mean, I don't I don't see how number one is so hard for you, but okay. Because everyone's gonna say Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Because it is. They went they went to the finals both years. So they played the most hockey out of every team in the NHL in the last I, eleven months. They love it. Look eleven at them. months, Eric. Yeah, eleven look at months. Them. They love it. They've gone four rounds. They blew up their entire bottom six. And it still looks really good. You know, man, I understand Tampa. And I, I'm the one that says this the most is that oh, every time freaking no 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 I'm not every time Tampa has someone that they lose someone in their bottom six the next man up does better like Ross Colton Matthew Joseph dude they're they're uh, the new Chicago Blackhawks every time the Blackhawks want to name they it. lost somebody and they just replaced him with someone just as good if not better they brought they brought in Corey Perry who's gonna already know Duan insane for them he's he's a Tampa Bay player so. But I just think their bottom six got worse. Like, you can say what you want about them, but losing Col- losing Coleman, losing Gord, like, you can't replace those guys. You have guys who are going to do almost as good, but you're not replacing guys like that. What Gord brought to their to their third line, you're not replacing that. They lost Barkley Goudreau. Like, those I are know, players but that- like, you got to understand that Barkley Goudreau was taking up spots for, like, they, they put Pierre-Edward Belmar on the fourth line oh. center. Like, that guy. I don't wins. know if I like that. I, I love that. He, he wins faceoffs. He's a role player. He kills penalties. He's tenacious. Wins faceoffs. That's all you need out of your fourth line centerman. They have you know Matthew Joseph barely got any fucking time. I last love year. Matthew Joseph. He barely got any playing time last year because they were so good. I know, you know I love what him. I mean. And now and now he's in the third line wing spot. Like he's gonna do so well there. I didn't even know who the hell Ross Colton was until like mid like the end of last season when I kept yep. seeing everyone pick him up in fantasy every day. You know, one guy would drop him, one guy would pick him up. And it was like, who's this Ross Colton guy? He watched Tampa Bay game. This guy scores like three points. It's like, what? <laughs> who the hell are you? <laughs> like, you know, but I, you know, I you know, know where I think Tampa gets hurt this year? Talk to me. Is if, if, if one of Sorelli or Point go down. Yeah, that could I, be, that could be a problem. That, but we already know that they have no issues saying, okay, Sorelli, yeah. you're injured. Stay out for the rest of the season. We're going to go and acquire a. A top oh, nine centerman. So and then and then, gonna, and then Sorelli's gonna be perfectly healthy to start the playoffs and score a hat trick or something. And, and I'm sorry, gonna... Tampa, Tampa was the league's best team last year. You don't you don't argue that, you don't argue against that. But what they did with Kucherov, I I do not stand by it. Was, I don't care. It was, it was legal. They did everything they did was legal. Nick. I don't I don't care. I know the Leafs can do uh, that too if they wanted to. I don't care though. I it's one of those, it's that. one of those rules that it because it didn't happen to your team, you hate it. No, you know, oh, if the Leafs did that with Austin Matthews you and John would, Tavares. If the Leafs did that with Austin Matthews and John Tavares and they won the cup like Tampa did, this would be a no, this would not even be a conversation for you. 
you well, would I'd be would, happy, but this like, would not. You would not. There's no way. You can't. You just. You're. You stop lying. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Okay. You know, I will. I will put Tampa at the top of the division, but I'm not confident in that pick. I think. I think the Panthers, the Leafs, fuck, even the Bruins can finish top of the division. I know Chris. I know I keep referring to Chris Johnson, but I absolutely love him. And I can't oh, I believe he joined. T- I can't believe he joined TSN now. Like, yeah, I know. Oh, it's a perfect Bob McKenzie replacement. Like, oh my gosh, sports not lost out there. Yeah. Um, Chris Johnson is the most level-headed, intelligent person, in my opinion, analyst out there. Um, and he, he, Eric's gonna hate this. He said he said the same thing about Tampa as me. He doesn't, he doesn't like their bottom six, and he put the Leafs the top of the division. Now, I'm not gonna. Now I'm not saying that Ugh. I'm not. I'm just. I just brought up Chris Johnson because he didn't put Tampa at the top. I actually, if I'm not if I'm not incorrect, he put Tampa third. But anyways, that's fine. I I will Ballsy. put Tampa first, but I'm not confident in that. And I'm sure you have Tampa first as well. I have Tampa first, and I am the utmost confident in that pick. I I don't even want to go into explaining anything about it. Tampa first place, done deal. All right, next. <laughs> <sighs> whoever's listened an hour and 15 minutes into this podcast it's about to get real yeah you're 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 gonna love yourself for it because it's about to get real for my second place play uh team in this division toronto maple Leafs. you're lying to yourself no i'm not you're lying to yourself listen to me i'm not a delusional leaf fan i don't think my team's the best team in this division heck i don't even think yourself no i'm not because the toronto maple Leafs. As I don't even know why we cheer for this team, but uh, we do for some reason. We like they pain. always do so well in the damn regular season. It fucking bothers me. So well, so well. They look put together. They got chemistry. They do this. They do that. Like last season. Last season was the epitome. You're breaking records. You have a Richard winner. You have another guy who's top three in scoring, and you guys do that in the playoffs. We're not going to spend time talking about last season's playoffs. We'll save that for another episode. <laughs> or, you know what? We won't even talk about it at all. But um, I just think the Leafs are too good of a regular season team to to finish anything below second. I do think they could finish third though, when Florida finished second because Florida got, I think, so better this offseason with Ryan Hart and Spencer Knight coming up. And are freaking insane! I really like Florida. Um, but I do have the second. I do have Leafs second in this division. I just think that they're too good of a regular season team. They can very well finish first, but like I said, so can Florida, so can Boston. So these are just division predictions for the hell of it. I have, but, I have, yeah, I, I have the league second. I have Florida second place, and that's another non-contest. I'm so confident in that. Like I'm looking at their lineup. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at their lineup right now, and like the only reason why I don't have them first is because they're the Florida Panthers, and they always disappoint in some aspect. Like this team is built to destroy you like they are going to like i ah, they're just they're just so good Bar- i just love barkov barkov is if Berge- if bergeron wasn't in the league barkov is your gold standard for a- he's your he's your bergeron he's your he's he your is, bergeron he is, if bergeron was in the league he's insane and all the pieces that they've put around this team like like acquisitions that other teams they didn't want them, and and now they took them on, and they they yep. perform in Bennett and Reinhardt. Like, like you just Reinhardt has the potential this year to literally put up thirty five goals. He almost did it. He, he, a, he almost did it with. 
He almost did it with Buffalo. He could put up a 40 if he really wants. I was going to say, yeah, 35, 40 yeah. goals and 80 points, 90 points. Yeah, Bro, playing like with on, Barkov? On this team, he's got the potential me? to do a lot. And and Huberdo is so good, too, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got Candace. Bennett. You got Bennett now. Tippett, I feel, is going to take a step in the right direction. You know, he's he's been battling over the years to get into this lineup, and I think finally this year he's going to do it, you know. And then, like, you're just their bottom six is, like, Lundell's like, very good. They're gonna they're gonna give you hell. I think Lundell's gonna end up being your second seed at center because you remember, and you remember reason- when Patrick Hornfist got upset that he got traded to Florida? Yeah. Remember that? Yep. I, I bet you he's he's completely changed now. He had a great year last year. Um, I have a feeling he's hundred percent buy-in on this team now. But Eric, the reason why I have Florida as third is because it's I mean I know I just said I know I no, I know I just gave him a third, <laughs> but you mentioned that they have a lot of players who didn't do well and then came here and did well, but I don't think Sam Bennett's as good as people think he is. I think they fucked up by signing him as high as they did. Um, I guess he, he played. Wrong. How many games did he play last year with them? Was it nine? Something like that. Nine. Yeah. Like you can't sign a guy. Hold on, let me just look up his contract. You you can continue with Florida. I am gonna look up his contract. Well, there's nothing really like much to say else before. I just I love and then their defense too. Like Uyghur yeah. is insanely good at fucking hockey yeah and Ekblad I know he was in he was injured last year right for a, a little bit yeah that's why we career had such a good year. year he was mm-hmm. having a career year and then he got injured right mm-hmm. but like they, they have that grit and that toughness with Radko Gudis back there too I mean you know I mean he's been actually pretty good the last couple of years he hasn't really been suspended too much um <laughs> <laughs> but you know like and even like pieces, pretty good too yeah but even pieces like Brandon Montour gives you like you know good puck moving defenseman as on your bottom or your top six like you know and, and then oh yeah here's my here's my take of the year spencer knight he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna take Bobrovsky. he's not only gonna take Bobrovsky's spot he's gonna be up for rookie of the year i think you're right spencer knight is insane i love I, him and uh, you know i usually i usually don't put goalies so high up on on my priority list to watch but like even though i was a goalie it's just because Goalies take a long time to develop, but like I think Spencer Nightman, he is Florida's goalie of the future. And if I were Florida, if I didn't lose Dreger, I'd be looking at some way to get rid of Bobrovsky. Because yeah, but it's impossible with that yeah. asset, ten million dollars. I know it's crazy. I'm see. Oh, I'll give my take on Florida and why I put them third because, as I was saying, they have these pieces that, like you said, I agree. Like for Hagee Bennett. Like players that came from their, their respective teams, former teams, and just did well. But is that going to continue? I, I don't know. For Hagee, I don't know if he's going to put up. I don't know. He had like what forty points last year in fifty games. Something he's like not going to put up. He's not going to put up sixty points in 65, 70 points in eighty games. I don't think so. Sam Bennett, you signed a guy to five million dollars, or is it what is it four point six? I think um, four point six million dollars for four years. I think it was. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't see how you. It was four point five. Sorry. Um, for nine games, I don't justify that. And he's a great player, and I think he's still gonna do well. But I don't think he's a second line center. I think he's a three C. Um, but like I said, Lundell is fucking so good. He had a great World Juniors and for Finland, and he's a very good, very under the radar prospect. So I think he might have become their second C. And they do have Huberto there who can carry a line. Easily, he's yeah. also so good, and I like that they split up Barkov and Huberto. They did it last season too. Yeah, but this is why this is why I don't think Florida is a, is going to finish higher than a team like the Leafs. They just they just don't have the same 
talent as the Leafs. They don't. And um, and I know you're high on Spencer Knight, and so am I. And I think Spencer Knight is going to take Bobrovsky's spot. I think he's going to start more games. I think he's going to have an excellent regular season. I think that's really going to screw Florida off in the playoffs. And I think they're going to lose in the first round. Just be, And I know we're not getting into playoff predictions. That's way too early playoff predictions. But I just feel that way about a rookie goalie who carries their team to high up in the standings, whatever, you know, does very well. His inexperience is really going to screw them over in the playoffs. And you can't throw in a cold Bobrovsky. Matt Murray. That's fine. Whatever. You, you can, he was also on the Penguins. The Panthers oh. are not the Penguins. So, I mean, they have the potential to be just as good. Nah, I do not see the, the Panthers. That, that's where I'm shaky about them is they have all these names. Like every team, they have these names. And then, you know, they all have to hit. You can't have just for Hagee playing, but out of Bennett for Hagee, tip it. You know what I mean? You can't just have for Hagee hit. You need, you need these guys to all do well. Sam Bennett is your second line center. You have him for four years now. He needs to play like a second line center. So um, that's why I do have the Panthers third. I think they're still a very good team, though. Like, I love what Bill Zito's done here. They have arguably the league's best coach, other yeah. than Barry Trotz, I would say. John Quenville, I love him. Joel Quenville, why did I say John? That's a hockey player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like Vitrano, too. Fuck, he's a 25 goal scorer every year with 13 minutes of ice time. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's Efficiency. my third place team. That's my third place team. The Panthers was yours. All right. My third place team. Now, let me preface this as the Leafs are a good team. But. Oh, my God. You think that the Boston Bruins. Oh, my gosh. Don't mean business every single year. Anytime. Anytime the Boston Bruins ice Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand and David Pasternak. They are a team to be scared of. I don't care yeah, they that are. they lost David Krejci, okay? I don't care. Yeah. This okay. team, every year they sign players who want to play for the city of Boston. They want to play for the Bruins, and they do everything in their power to run through a brick wall for that organization. They take mm-hmm. contract cuts. They take hometown discounts. They do everything that they need to do. To Who's taking a sure hometown discount? They do. Their entire first line is a hometown discount. Nick Foligno just got three and a half million dollars. Honestly, for Nick Foligno, I, I, that's a that's a that's a fair number if he's healthy. They can only afford that because of the Pasternak deal. But Pasternak the, the was problem, a six and a half million okay, dollar the, player when he signed but, it. But the problem that's why Nick, I hate when people bring this up. The problem with with Nick Foligno is that if Nick Foligno signs anywhere else, he makes four million. Okay, five hundred thousand dollars. Oh my! In 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 the COVID cap era, that's a lot of money. That that's that's three quarters of Travis Dermott's contract. The only reason why the Boston Bruins are where they are in the cap is because of that passionate contract. I mean, sorry, yeah, because of that passionate contract. It doesn't matter. It's all good. And like like, can you do me a favor? Can you look up what Taylor Hall makes? You know, is it eight. Uh, I will look it up for you right now. Like, but I, Taylor I Hall, just, Taylor Hall is going to do very well. Oh I no, he only makes six. He makes six. six. Taylor Hall makes six million. Yeah, but Oi. that's because of, that's because of the years he's had leading up to this. Yeah, I, I know, but now that he plays, on, I know, but I know, but now that he plays on the Bruins, he's gonna play like an eight million dollar player. Like, this is what no one understands about the Bruins, man. Is I fucking hate the Bruins so much. I oh, so do I. I hate the. I'm a Leafs fan. I hate the Bruins. I am still yep. scarred 
for life. Okay. I think the Leafs could win the cup and it still won't erase what happened. Okay. <laughs> like they, I, they have caused me to take week breaks from Instagram after they beat the Leafs in the playoffs. Okay. And it still haunts me to this day, but I have the Boston Bruins finishing in third place over the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs do not make my top three and Nick, I don't care what you have to say, but like I said, the Metropolitan Division takes all takes both wild card spots. So this prediction has me leaving the Leafs outside of a playoff you spot this year. Are, you are just hurt. You are just hurt. I'm not pessimistic. hurt. I'm not hurt. How, like, I don't understand how you think the Leafs are going to get less than 90 points, 95 points. How, like, how do you tell me that? How the hell do you tell me like that? Like this, Nick. The Leafs are going to get less than 95 oh points. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? Not even just the Leafs. Like, like oh, my Call that my, my call that call that my hot take. I don't care, but the Leafs have the worst left wing in the league. But that's fine. You know what? We'll re- we're gonna do something if at the end of the season where we're gonna revisit these rankings, and I'm gonna slap in your face. You're probably gonna laugh in my face for like my metro standings, but I'm gonna laugh in your face for the Atlantic. I understand what you said about the Boston Bruins, and listen, I for years, years, and years, I've hated the Boston Bruins. I was always in denial. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're overrated. This that. I'm finally at a point in my hockey watching career because I, I, I see it as a career because I love the sport so much. They are not over, they are not overrated. They are fucking great every year. They can lose whoever the hell you want, and they're still a good team because, like you just said, team players come here and it's like a switch. They just give it their all. They they love the crest. They love the fans, and that, like now that fans are back, like. It just goes right to their freaking skates, man. They're they're always a team to play against. It doesn't matter who they have. And I, I do not disagree with you there. Not one bit. They always prove me wrong. And that's why I finally I hit that tipping point where I'll never disagree. But I just think that they have way too many holes to finish ahead of a team like the Leafs, Florida, or or Tampa. Like I just It'll be, I a just think have... it'll be a dog fight for them to get third place in the division. It's going to be between yeah, them and without Boston. a doubt. It's gonna That's be a huge hot Bo- It's going to be between them and Boston to get third place, but I just think Boston edges them because it's the Boston fucking Bruins. But, like, I don't even see how you don't include Florida, like, like in no, there. I... Florida, Florida and Tampa are just on a different level in this division. Too, They're know? not on a different level. I think though. they are. Dude, Tampa, the Leafs, maybe. The Leafs, Tampa are, maybe. Uh, the Leafs are icing the same core that hasn't been able to make it work. Okay. In the playoffs, in the playoffs, Eric. But in the regular season, they they've been putting that's up fine, records it, each and every confidence, year. Confidence is at an all time low for this team. You got to understand. But that's where I'm. That's where I'm trying to argue with you is that they're not going to finish out of a playoff spot. Okay. Like, I don't understand how you can justify that. Okay, and I'm going to say take. this because I'm Marner a has. Fan. I'm going to say here's another hot take. Marner has the worst point season of his career this year. Wow, and this this is where I'm saying that you're just hurt. You're just thinking too much about the playoffs. A seven game playoff series without your captain and without Jake Muslin for two of them. I'm not. You're just. I'm not hurt. Yeah, you're thinking too. You have your blinders on. You're thinking. I might have too much. I might have too many. I got my positive. I got my realistic glasses on here, and I'm looking at. I might have my optimistic glasses on here, sure, but I'm I'm not looking at this team. I'm looking at this team, and I see four forwards that are capable of doing things. And a bunch of nothing after that. Okay, g- give me a second. Give me a second. This podcast is going to go longer than we thought, and that's fine. For those of you who are listening, I truly appreciate it. And if you're still <laughs> listening at this point in the in the in the episode, I'm glad you stayed because this is the best part of it. And um, 
all I'm going to say is let me stick with the Boston Bruins because they are my fourth spot. Um, I really like the Bruins still. They have the best line in the league for Jerome Mershon and Pasternak. But from there, it falls off. You got Taylor Hall and then a bunch of third liners. Third liners, like, that's it. That's all they are. Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith, Eric Halla, DeBrusque, Felino. Those are third line players. You cannot argue that they're anything different. If you lose Patrice Bergeron, which they are going to, the man, he hasn't played. When's the last time he played a full season? I don't even know. Let me Google it. Actually, I don't need to Google it. He's, he's missed a lot of time with injury in the past two or three years. He's, if he goes down, you have Charlie Coyle as your first line center. Like, come on. They are going to they're gonna fall in the standings. And you cannot fall in a division like the Atlantic. You can't afford to lose five of ten games, seven of ten games. You can't. And that's why I'm telling you the Boston Bruins will not finish top three in this division. Because they're one injury away from – and you can say that about a lot of teams realistically. Like, Leafs can lose Matthews and Marner for a period of time, and there you go. But the thing is that, that I don't like about the Bruins is you lose one, it's going to hurt you. Hopefully it's not Bergeron because you can you can replace him or Shannon with Hall, right? And then the brush. Yeah. You know, I really like Trent Frederick who can play third line minutes. Like he's fine, but it's it's their center depth that really worries me. And I know Bruins fans are worried too. I, I see it everywhere. They're Bruins fans are not high on the Bruins this year, which I mean is fine, which is shocking too, because usually they're not they're they're delusional, but just like Lee fans are. Um <laughs> That's my justification with the Bruins finishing fourth. I just think, and then in goaltending, I know you're high on Allmark. I do not like their. I don't I like their duel. I don't like their duel at all. I feel like Allmark, um, what he was able to do with the Sabers, I feel like he can do that much better with Bruins. Uh, we'll see, but I, I don't like it. I don't. I don't even like their. I mean, their D's. I love Charlie McAvoy. I like the addition of Forbert. I mean, he got paid quite a bit. With all defensemen, got paid quite a bit. Brandon Carlos still solid. Breslik. I mean. He is what he is offensively. Um, I love Carlo, man. Carlo's good. I, I I just think I just think the Bruins will finish fourth. I I don't I don't see them finishing anything higher. But I'm always proven wrong by the Bruins. But I think this is the one year I might be right. We'll see. They're still going to make the playoffs. They're still a playoff team. Boston Bruins will not miss the playoffs. One Atlantic team will make the playoffs. Eric Porcelli, despite what you say, and um, that's my fourth place team. I know your fourth place fourth place team is going to be the Leafs. Yeah, I have them there, and I've explained my reasoning. I'm just, I'm just gonna segue into my reasoning about the Leafs because you hurt my head. Yeah, I don't know. First of all, and just to give everyone some backstory, me and Eric have been arguing since free agency and whatever you want to call it this off season, which was a great off season. Horrible. He he stands. He's so confident that the Leafs got worse. He's so confident, and I do not understand how you can. I can understand how you can argue it. I don't understand how you can confidently say it. Because I'd rather have Alex Galchenyuk over any of those left wings right now. Oh my gosh, you hurt my head. Mm. You hurt my head. Literally, I would. I'd rather have Alex Galchenyuk over any of them right now. I'm not even looking at replacing Felino because he didn't fucking play for us. We just we pretty much just lost the first round pick. We we replaced the first round pick because we didn't replace Felino. He wasn't going to resign here. We only had him for the playoffs, and he didn't even play. So that's fine. Felino, excuse. You replace Zach Hyman and Joe Forden. Joe Thornton was an anchor more than a help for us. He was great in the locker room. I love the guy as a character. On the ice, he just weighed us down. In the playoffs, in the regular season, you name it. Um, so you replace Thornton. Okay, you could throw Galchenyuk in there too, whatever, since you're so high on him. 
Um, you replace Galchenyuk, Thornton, and Hyman. Hyman hurts. It hurts so much, and you're not replacing Zach Hyman. He's just a workhorse. He's going to do so well in Edmonton, and I'm happy for him. But you're not paying Zach Hyman $5.5 million for seven years. Like that, You're just killing yourself. Oh, the, con- the contract is shit. Yeah, so there's Hyman. no way we could have re-signed him. So as much as Hyman is a loss, you can't, you can't dwell on it because they weren't going to re-sign him. It would hurt us more than it would benefit us, in my opinion. So you replace those three guys with Richie, Bunting, Kasha, and Camp. I know you don't like Kasha, and I'm worried about him too because of his concussion history. And, you know, he's a wild card. This guy's, guy's going to play four games for the Leafs, and that's it. No, if he, if he can stay over. healthy, if he can stay healthy, I'm, I'm happy with that signing. He's not going to score you 25 goals, but he's a, great, he's a great depth guy because he's good in both ends of the ace, right? He's going to be playing on our shutdown line with Kerfoot and Camp. That's my third line to start the year. Um, Which is another insane thing for me what is wrong with that we finally have an identity line how many years has Keith been trying to the past two years he's been trying to get a shutdown line to free up Matthews and Tavares at home against top line talent and we finally have it because Kerfoot as much as Keith was trying to make him into that shutdown center he just wasn't it wasn't working out he's even better on the wing so now you have that ability to move Kerfoot on the wing you have a true shutdown centerman in David Camp, who's done it in Chicago for years, especially last year with Taze out. And then you got Kasha, who's going to both ends of the ice. Oh, my God. Um, this is horrible. They, I'm looking at this roster, and I want to cry. That's fine. You're very pessimistic. And you know what? It's going to take you 30, 40 games to realize that it was actually a decent offseason. And, and take me the rest of my life. Nick Richie's if he stays with Matthews and Martin all year, he's scoring 20 goals, at least. Um, I would freaking hope so. I Michael Bunn. Okay, but listen, Michael Zach Bunting Hyman. Is... Zach Hyman scored twenty goals in half a season. Okay, with, with My, Zach Hyman is a thirty goal scorer max. He's not scoring more than that. You have Michael Bunting, who's probably also going to score twenty goals. One of oh. Bunting and Kasha are also going to score twenty goals. I think more Bunting though, because Bunting's probably going to play with Tavares and Nylander, especially with that injury to Mikheyev. Happy sure. birthday, Mikheyev! What a gift for him. Sure, um, poor guy. Anyways. Bunting's probably also going to score 20 goals. So you replaced Hyman's 30 goals with 40 goals, probably. Between Richie oh, and, and Bunting, I think you're going to get 40 goals. Sure. If if health and, you know, you, you can't force the injuries. But, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and, like, you have a, and then you're going to argue, oh, Hyman's penalty killing ability. You have David Camp. Like, I really like what Keith did. He did as much as he could with what he has. I think I think I don't I don't want to confidently say we got better, but I will not say we got worse. And the only only time will tell how these guys do. I know we have a bunch of like yeah, and mystery the, and players. The other thing you're missing too is the Leafs haven't played a single team besides the Canadian team in a year. Okay, neither okay. the Oilers. Like neither have. What's what's your point? Because the Leafs struggle against other teams. It's it's a known fact. Two years ago, two years ago, they did completely fine. Oh, yeah? Two years ago, they did completely fine. So you weren't worried. We weren't worried about Florida possibly overtaking us for the third spot in our division that year that they made the playoffs and lost to Columbus in the first round before COVID happened. Because I was worried. There were still 30 games to go. It was still, but it doesn't matter. They weren't, they weren't this, no. they weren't this team that you could be confident in every single night. And, yeah, but and, you're, and, for, you're forgetting that they're way better defensively now. Way better defensively than that year. Yeah, Nick, obviously our way better defensively did shit all for us because, uh, hello, we still haven't won a playoff series and we lost to Columbus just a year ago. 
in, in, in not even in the playoffs. I, I, but I'm talking about after the addition of TJ Brody. After the addition of TJ Brody, we were one of the – I know we played in the North Division, and we have to see how – like you said, we have to see how they do against the rest of the league. But the Leafs were great defensively. That was their, that was their strength, even in the playoffs. Even in the playoffs. The Leafs, uh, what lost the Leafs to the playoffs was goal scoring. The thing that should, they should be best at is what fucked them over. My fifth, place team, put up, my, my fifth place team is Ottawa. I'm done with this Leaf comment. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, I, I like I'm that. I like angry. That. I'm angry. That's fine. That's fine. And and all I wanted to all I wanted to say is you're you, I understand why you're pissed off and like there are a lot of question marks and you know it's a tough division, it's a tough league, as we keep on saying. And it's not gonna be easy, but I just don't see how you, you you're that low on the leaves. And I understand because you're pissed off, this, that, but all all it's we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the leaves every single week. So as the season goes on, we'll see all these additions and stuff like apologize that. Apologize to our viewers for talking to the leaves every single week. Um <laughs> I just wanted to talk about I just want to do that compare better or worse. You can't say right now. You're just so dead set on worse. That's fine. Um yeah, I have Ottawa as fifth as well. Um I would have had the Habs if there weren't so many injuries for them and they also lost the Nope. They lost um, Weber Price. Well, yeah, no Weber Price, obviously, but they also lost the note, and they lost. Um, who else did they lose? Eric, help me out here. Cock and Yemi, but they replaced oh, yeah. Dvorak. So. That's yeah, that's fine. It's an upgrade. You lost the note, which hurts. Um, I think Ottawa as well. I they lost Corey one, Perry too, actually. Oh yeah, Ottawa's one or two years away from just being so good, man. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. Oh, they're gonna be scary this year. I mean, Brady Kachuk is really. I'm happy we put him twice to start the year. Get two games out of the way, because Brady Kachuk is not gonna play those games probably. And <laughs> watch, just because you said that now, he's gonna sign on Monday. Whatever, but man, the Ottawa Senators are gonna be. They're gonna get, not just the Atlantic Division. They're gonna get every team a freaking fight. Mm-hmm. I love what they got going on there, man. And if if freaking Eugene Melnick doesn't, what did I, what did I say, Eugene Melnick? Um, I'm sorry, Pure Dorian. If he doesn't, if he doesn't screw things up with signing players because he has a history of not wanting to sign players to long and expensive contracts, I think they have a great future. Unless your name, unless your name is Colin White and Thomas Shabbat. Yeah. Although Shabbat's contract's nice, eight at eight. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Josh Norris. Shane Pinto, Formington, who's been on a Shane tear so far. Formington's been on a tear in this preseason. He has five goals, I believe. Or yeah, four no, goals. I, I, I like this team. Drake like Batherson. Man, they have, they have such a great team. Yeah, I mean, their defense is um, but Yeah, that's that's their weakness for sure. Uh, Brandstrom and they, is kind of worrying me a little bit. I was going to say, they've really given up on Brandstrom. Yeah, he's he's a little worrisome. But, okay, at least we agree on something with you. Right? Yeah. First and fifth. Um, yeah. <laughs> six, six. I have the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, sorry. What am I saying? Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, I got Montreal there too. I think I think our bottom teams are going to be the exact same order. Yeah, Montreal, and there's really Detroit, there's not even much to say about them either. You got Ottawa in in, fi- in fifth, Montreal in po- sixth. Or sorry, exactly. yeah. Am I am I on the right track here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Yeah. yeah, fifth for Ottawa, sixth Montreal, seventh Detroit, eighth Buffalo. Yep. Detroit's got another another great future with Stevie Y as the GM. Yes, probably the they, league's best GM. They still got about um, two years. Yeah, they got a few years. Yeah, but I really I'm, like what they got going on. Um, I mean, I'm looking Morgan, at I'm looking at their lineup, and I'm I'm if I'm a Detroit fan, I'm 
not entirely excited to watch this lineup, but <laughs> I, I'm really, ex- I'm really excited for Lucas Raymond and Maurice Sider though. I think those are two guys who are going to be up there for the Calder as well. We have a good rookie crop this year. I'm excited to see these young guys. Yeah. Um, interesting year. I mean, I, I've said it to you before. I don't really understand the hype on Moritz Sider, but Hey, I mean, I'm, I am excited for Lucas Raymond. Yeah. And then but, there's Buffalo and there's Buffalo. Buffalo. Just, just, just forget them. Like, Honestly, what a what a what a waste of a franchise. 31st or 32nd this year. They're they're I don't even want to I don't even want to waste time talking about them. Yeah, the only I thing I do want to talk about maybe next episode, because I'm sure there will be some kind of update on it, is Jack Eichel. Um yeah. there are a lot of teams for now. All I'll say is there are a lot of teams calling in um saying that they're willing, like for example, the Rangers, they came out and said, I I, I will allow them to have the surgery. So um I think the league is involved now as well because of what happened with Leonard. I think Ike will be moved, if not by the deadline. Actually, I, I I hope, I actually hope more than think he's moved by the deadline. Or if not sooner, so he can get his damn surgery. Um, or else the next offseason for sure. Like there's no way he's playing another game in a Buffalo Sabres uniform. Yeah. Um they're just holding him back. And he's he's one of the league's best players. And you're freaking it just pisses me off. Like we'll save this. Like I said, there's probably some development as the season starts. So we will talk about this in our next episode. Yeah, the divisions did take a while, and we allocated time pretty much the entire episode to talk about the divisions because we knew it would take time. <laughs> um, which is fine. It's it's an inaugural episode. It's, it's a way to start it off. Um, but yeah, Jack Eichel. Th- there should be more development as the episodes go on. All yeah. I want to say for now, though, is I hope for his for his sake he gets traded. Buffalo is literally just shooting themselves in the feet because. Now, I know. as time goes on, other teams are gaining more leverage. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. Like, I know you don't want to give him the surgery. He's hurt. Teams are gonna say, "Oh, we don't know what the what the the risk is associated with this." Like, I hear that there's there's picks being involved with offers that have uh, conditions on them. Like, oh, if Ico can't play this year, we're yeah. we're turning our first to a second. Like, Buffalo is literally losing leverage as the days go on. So I do not. The justification within that franchise right now, I his highest so his highest value is right before the draft. Yep, right before the extension draft. Mm-hmm. Honestly, man, I feel so bad for Sabres fans. They're they're very passionate. They they love the sport of hockey. They as as crappy of a city Buffalo is, like their sports fan base is one of the most passionate in all sports, football uh, and hockey. Um, I just feel so bad. I feel so bad. Like. Oh, I can't even imagine. I don't even want to put myself in their shoes. So that's all I'm going to say about the situation. Yeah, the Sabres are finishing the bottom. They're, they're going to be a walk this year. Um, absolute embarrassment. And that's all I'm going to say about the Sabres. And that wraps up our predictions. We will revisit these. Yes, definitely have to season. revisit these later in the season because uh, I have a feeling I'll be correct. No, but I love it, man. This is the beauty of predictions. There's hot takes. There's this. There's that. Oh We're gonna be proven wrong by a lot of teams, like I'm sure. And uh, yeah, it was it was, it was a fun segment. Um, now I guess to kind of kind of wrap this up because we we ran actually a lot longer than what we uh we planned yeah, on fun. doing it. But um, so as Nick kind of or as we both kind of alluded to before, um, we are both really big on fantasy hockey. And that is something that we are in multiple pools every single year. And, you know, it comes down to our girlfriends absolutely hating us for constantly being on our phones, talking trade, <laughs> picking up players and, and whatever. Yep. So we get a lot of hell for it. But, man, the passion runs deep. So 
But that being said, we would love to incorporate a fantasy like a uh, segment and call and we're going to call it fantasy corner in in our podcast so pretty much what we're going to do with that is every week we're going to release a podcast we'll do a quick maybe 10 to 15 minute little um kind of segment where we're going to discuss you know uh fantasy content you know like people to pick up people to watch lineups yeah, yeah. matchups even right so i mentioned i mentioned it briefly at the beginning too yeah okay. so we're gonna yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll we're going to do a segment like that and, um, you know, hopefully yeah. help you guys if for our listeners, you know, if, you know, we can offer you some, you know, kind of edge on, on your advice buddies and some advice, you know, I mean, in the yeah. league, the league that we pay attention to the most is a really deep one. Um, 16 teams, 23 round draft. So we really, we really Heads, dive. Blocks, you name yeah, it. yeah. We really dive deep into, um, you know, p- players that, you know, you wouldn't even expect to have a good week. Um, and they end up having one. So we're going to do a segment like that. We're going to call it fantasy corner and we're going to start a next episode. So mm-hmm. look forward for that. And yep, uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah. And now we're for really the, excited about it. And now for the big announcement, I'll let Nick, uh, Nick handle that one. Yep. So just to, I should have mentioned this in the intro about ourselves. Um, there's two things I want to mention that I forgot in the intro. Number one, our team, our, our team. Oh my gosh. Our, our name, No Pucks Given, has come from something we didn't mention, Eric and I and Thomas. Uh, we have a ball hockey team, and <laughs> it's been about four, three to four years now, and it's called No Pucks Given, so we figured why not let the name live on through a podcast. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of background of us. Um, anyways, and now for the second part, this, this big announcement, we're going to have a giveaway for those of you that subscribe um to our channel so i have an instagram account as i mentioned earlier it's at hockey card collector 34 on instagram so follow that up that's where i'll enter all the that's where i'll be posting all the information about the giveaway i'm giving away i think it's 10 hockey cards total um for those of you uh, that's another thing about me is i'm a huge hockey card collector um as you can tell by my name I love hockey cards. It's like the stock market. Um, as you know, as you can see, we love hockey. Um, I, I will talk about that throughout episodes, I'm sure, briefly. Um, but if you go to take a look at my page, you'll see what I mean by hockey card collector. So we're giving away 10 hockey cards total. We got some rookie cards. We got some jersey cards. Um, it's, a, it's a great lot. Um, I'm going to be posting that giveaway today, actually, after we record. So follow up and subscribe. Those are the rules. You got to follow my page, subscribe. And then if you shut us out on your Instagram, like you repost my post, that'll give you a bonus entry. And then we are going to do the draw live on the third episode. We're going to announce the winner. So you have until, I believe it's Saturday, two Saturdays from now. Let me get you the exact date, sorry. You have until Saturday, October 23rd at 11.59 p.m to enter this this uh contest and again all the rules will be posted on my instagram and then we're going to announce it either on the 24th or the 25th when we record our third episode okay so stay tuned for that it's a great giveaway and as we go on we're probably going to have more giveaways um but for now this is our inaugural kind of giveaway to celebrate the start of this podcast and just to show our appreciation of those of you who support us from right from the beginning we're really excited to get this started and we want to reward you guys one of you with a giveaway to show our love for you guys yes sure. um that kind of wraps up our episode i 
I did want to say something about Arizona, but I guess we can save it. <laughs> um, I'll save it for next episode because we're going to start off by talking about news from the first week of the season. Um, very excited for that. Hockey's finally back. Meaningful hockey's back. Yes, sir. And, and we will we'll get be back watching a ton of games. <laughs> yep. And then next Sunday, um, we'll be recording again, either released Sunday or Monday. So stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to be talking about everything that happens in the first week. And we're looking forward to it. Talking fantasy hockey. Thomas will be here next week, so you guys will meet him. Um, and, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And whoever, yeah, whoever made it to this part, part, yeah, whoever made it to this part of the podcast, you're a real one because, uh, oh, yeah, two Let hours of your time. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Either comment on my Instagram. Exactly. Message me. Tell me if you've listened to it throughout because we appreciate that. And any feedback great. helps. Yeah. And any sure. feedback helps. Something you want to hear, something you want us to do, something you want us to discuss. Like, even if you want to message us, like, throughout the week and say, hey, you know, you should talk about this. Like, we take, we're all ears. That's what we want. Yep. We're going to think of ways to engage as well, but we appreciate any feedback, bad or good. So I guess thank that, you guys that, for listening. Yeah, I yep. guess that wraps it up. So thank you guys for your, for, your, for listening to us ramble on today and yell at each other, especially about the Leafs. <laughs> we enjoyed it. I hope you guys did too. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week and make sure to enter the giveaway because uh, I wish I could. Yep. I know for real. Eh? Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Take it easy. Enjoy the first week of hockey. Happy Thanksgiving.